Okay, today's daf is Membet, and we begin from the Mishnah. Halacha Gimel. Yain Truma Shnit Gala. So here we're talking about the issue of Gilui, meaning left, leaving uh, certain liquids. We'll see exactly who it applies to uncovered. And there's a Hashash. What's the Hashash? The concern, that the, the real concern they had at the time was maybe a snake came and drank from it. And as it did so, it left some poison. So it was a concern of Sakana that would be dangerous to drink from it. So he was saying, Yain, shel, yain Truma. If you've got Truma wine that was left uncovered, um, then Ishboch, you can pour it out. Meaning, because of the sakana, you're not it, it, so the concern of sakana is so strong that we're not even concerned about um, uh, like wasting truma. And I'll read, I'll read you um, the Rashtrilio says, "Mishum sakana Did they said that the, the Rashtrilio says you, can, you have to literally pour it down the using modern context pour it down the toilet. You can't even use it for ziluf. What they used to use they used to put around their house on the floor. To settle the to settle the dust and the like, that you wouldn't even be able to do out of concern that even the poison will be mixed in and it would penetrate one's foot. So therefore, it has to be poured away. Okay, and if we allow the way the pouring way of trauma that has concern of gilui, okay, what liquids does it apply to? Going to this mishnah, only three, which is mayim, water, yain is wine, and chalav, milk. So that's why when it came to trauma, the example was Yain Shal Truma. Okay. So come here, Yosarim. How long does how long is the wait such that it's left unattended or, or uncovered that we have to be concerned? That's Kadeshavo Harachash Mimakom Karovishte. So the Rachash, that's that which is slivers, meaning a snake, can come from a place that's close by and drink it. Now, according to the Kamara in Khulin, Ratsuri quotes it, it says that's Kadeshiatamitachad Ozin, close enough that it could be just behind the um the 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 handle of this clee, and come out, drink, and then go back to its hiding spot. Okay, that would even that close. So presumably a very short amount of time. That's how quick it is. So Shiromai Magulim. So question: How much water is there such that after that point we don't have to be worried about the the um, the poison would have gone into it? In other words, it would have been so such a small amount compared to the water that's there that you can say it completely diluted and dissipated would be a problem. So Rabbi Yossi says, Bekelim, so, uh, so that first answer is, Kedei So the first explanation is, it's that's the, that I basically, the, it's the explanation, the answer is basically the explanation I've said. In other words, you assess, which doesn't actually give a shear just now in the Mishnah, but according to the first opinion, it's literally uh, the quantity that would take to dilute the amount of poison would be concerned about, such that it wouldn't have an impact. Okay. However, Yossi Omer says, no, he gives a shear of Bekalim Kolshom if it's a Kli. doesn't matter how big the Kli is, no matter how big is a concern. Well, Bakarka, when it comes to, like, if it's in the ground, like a pool of water, then Arbaim Se'a. It's the concern is um, only if it's uh, less than 40 Se'a, because once it's 40 Se'a, then we can say no small amounts would, uh, wouldn't have enough impact. Okay, similarly, Despite the fact we talked about the issue of Gilu coming to actual liquids, only three of them, water, wine, and milk. When it comes to food, it says, if you find a te'ena, fig, grapes, kishim is cucumbers, avetichim is um, melon, sorry, dilum is pumpkins, mlafafonod is these uh, musk melon or cucumber melon as well. All these things, if they have holes in them, afiluhen kikar, well, there's a different explanation what kikar is. Either it's kikar or kikar. Kikar is a she or kikar is like a mattress. In any event, a kikar is 60 manet. So even if they're very, very large, if there's some holes in it, 
we have to be concerned that maybe that was created by a snake that sort of ate or drank from it, and there might be some residual residual poison in it, and therefore you'd have a problem. Whether it's large, small, picked a uh, pick from the sorry, talush is a pick from the ground, or it's still, still connected to the ground. As long as there's some sort of liquid or moisture inside these vegetables, then it'd be asur. Um, fine. There was another prayer from Kikar, but we'll just leave it now. Right. Um, when it comes to a, a an animal that died from a snake bite, so it had a, a bite or the, the, from a snake, and therefore the question is, can I? Well, didn't necessarily die from it, got bitten by it, and you, then you shechted it. The question is, can you eat from the meat? So you say asur, it's still asur because it could be poison within that leg. Again, you might have to have shechted it. Otherwise, you know, you've got an issue of a, there's not even a question, it wouldn't be kosher meat. But that poison, we can say there might be poison in that meat and therefore you can go ahead of me. Okay, final case in the mission for the Gemara. Hamashmer chalyayim. So this is, this is someone who left wine straining. Okay, so there's a strainer over the clee below. So the snake can't get to the clee below, but there was wine in the top. Now, the question is as follows. We say that the concern is maybe the snake may have drunk from the top as the wine was being strained, again, unattended, and the poison would have seeped all the way through. That's opinion of the Tanakama. Rabbi Nehemiah says, no, the poison wouldn't have seeped all the way through. It would have been caught in a strainer, so therefore you should be fine. Okay? That's the Mishnah. We've got a lot to address, so let's, let's start beginning with the Gemara. Rabbi Yaakov Bar Acha said that Rabbi Shumon Bar B'Shem Rabbi Chenina said as follows. Let's skip the next line because that's a quote from Mishnah. So it's important to understand here that um, Rosh Sulio says is the Hiroshi is if we've got a tafshil that was cooked up with wine that was Megulim, so again, there's a, there's a concern, maybe there's poison in it. Cooking it up, sorry, I was getting feedback. Um, cooking it up. Is not going to um, is not going to uh, remove the concern of the poison. Okay, so it's still going to be asor. And Rosh really says, It says later on that if it was cooked up, heated up, then it would uh, destroy the poison inside us. This is cholik on Let's continue. Amar Rabbi the We see this as well. That what can yain shel meaning. What are we saying, Mandina Amrakan? Mandina Amrakan, the what? That we're not concerned of Hefzed Truma. Because the fact that, in other words, we just learned that if it's co- this cooked food is cooked up with, in other words, it's the tavshil, the food, the vegetables in it are Truma, and it was cooked with water that is Megulin, Megul, sorry, water that is Megulin, then you can, you can, you must discard it. Where do, so what the Gemara is saying, we see also in the Mishnah when it comes to Truma, the concern of Sakana is so much, you have to worry about wasting Truma. That you're not allowed to leave yain megulin. You got to you got to um, pour it away. However, if you did leave it, vehechmitz and it vinegarized, me'alav on its own, there will be mutar. In other words, there are certain, if you like, scientific ways of determining whether there's poison in this or if in, in, in their in their time. So if the wine would vinegarize, you'd know that there, there would be no uh, snake poison inside it. Nonetheless, what the mission is saying is we don't, because it's such a chashash sakana, you don't leave it to do the test. You just pour it out straight away. Okay. Similarly, when it comes to figs and grapes, shenikra, they've got holes in it. You don't, you don't leave it to test. You'll see what the test is in a moment to see if there's poison in it. You just discard it. Vim shihan, if, you, if you, someone did, but simkun, it turned into a simukim, like so raisins or dried figs, so it dried out in a way. Me'alehim on its own. There's be mutarot. 
Rashirullah explains because if it had poison in it, it would have just rotted as opposed to dried out and, and turned into raisins. So that would be the test. However, nonetheless, despite the fact we have a test at our disposal, you don't wait. It's such a chashash sakana, you've got to get rid of it. Similarly, it says, you've got ba'atra here, but it's barte. This is the daughter of Rabbi Chia Ruba. Have a menaker b'teina, the, the daughter of Rebchia, in order that her father would be able to have tenim and the students wouldn't eat, wouldn't eat his food, she used to get like a hole puncher or something or get a, like a pen and, and, and poke holes in it. So the Talmudim would say, oh, it's got, it's, it's got, it's nakurim, and therefore we can't eat it. So, and what would have, um, and that way her father would have food. So we say, one second, I have a late asu, but one second, it's got holes in it. Didn't he see it was nakurim? Didn't he see, didn't he see it has holes in it? So he said, he knew what his daughter was doing for his interest. But the Gemara asked, but once again, it should still be Asur. Why? Let's say some see, someone sees a bird that is pecking away, making a hole in a pig. Or a mouse that's eating away into a melon. You still Asur, you're not allowed to eat it. Not because of the bird or the, 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 the mouse, no. The, question, the concern is maybe that bird was pecking right in the hole that was created by a snake. So therefore, the fact that he knows his daughter put, poked holes in these te'enim, it should still be us, or maybe there was a pre-existing hole, or a hole that uh, maybe a snake came in after and perforated it. So what gives him the right to... Uh, what the, the, again, the concern of this um, of Sakana is so strong, why could he do so? So it says... She says, Minate lehin she, What she would do is she would perforate them and guard them, watch them, and be a shomer over them to make sure that the perforations were only created by her and only her only, and her only. And the Talmudim wouldn't touch it because they didn't know this, but he would be able to go ahead and eat it. Okay, let's continue. Rabbi Tzakbar Nachim Beshet Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi says, Hachad v'amar v'matok That there are certain situations we find that even if it's left well, this uncovered, must have been a very... Sorry, what was that? It's just saying this must be must have been a very common phenomenon. I assume so. Um, yeah. So okay, let's continue. Rabbi Yitzhak Bar Nachman Rabbi Yeshua Ben Levi says, "Hachad va'amar va'matokim ba'vushim And this is where we start finding potential. Also, potential because you see in a moment there's debated leniencies within gilui. One is hachad, which is something that's very charif, something sharp. Hamar, which is very bitter, and matok if it's very sweet. We'll say that a snake doesn't seem to be interested in, the, in, in it. So, the Embo Shum Giloi. So, Rabbi Simon Bashem, Rabbi Yoshua Ben Levi said, Hachad va Amar Matok, Embaim Lomishum Giloi, not in the Giloi, but also Lomishum Yai Nesach. Yai Nesach as well, that if it's left in the care of a Goy or a Goy picks it up, you don't have to worry about Yai Nesach will be Muta. So, Rabbi Simon Mafresh, what are all these Chad, Marum, and Matok? It doesn't, it's not by um, your own assessment. What are the examples? Hachad is Konditon. Now, Konditon is a type of wine that's very Again, it's harif. It's made with dvash and pilpilin. We'll see what level of pilpilin it's going to be soon, but we'll discuss that um, later on the Gemara. Hamar, what's what's the bitter? That's uh, got pastinun, but another uh, way of reading it is fasintiyatun, which is like a, a wormwood wine, I think. That's one of the translation. But again, it's a very, very uh, mar, like a bitter type of wine. And a matok, what is matok? It doesn't mean any natural sweet wine, but rather hamar mavashla, when they used to mavashal wine. And it would yain uh, mavushal basically. Okay, so Rabbi Yeshua bar Zedal have a le chamar mavashli had chalav mavushal. He had mavushal wine. Shin yachad it was left in the reshut of a goy. So again, un- unsupervised. It wasn't sealed either. Shal Rabbi Yana bar Yishmael. So he they asked he asked Rabbi Yishmael, Rabbi sorry Yana bar Yishmael, what the halacha is. 
Now remember who the people are. Rabbi Shua Bar Zidal asked Rabbi Anai sorry, Rabbi Ishmael. Amarle Kenna Rabbi Shimon Melakish, don't worry, Rabbi Shimon actually says, Matok, when it's come, when it's sweet, or Mavushal, whichever gears you like, ain't bought Lomishum Gilui, but Lomishum Yam by Nesach. In other words, you've got nothing to worry about because you gave me my Mavushal, and the problem of Yam and and Parmenyai Nesach doesn't apply to Yam Mavushal. Okay, so Rabbiane Bar Ishmael, that Again, it's important to understand that was Rabiana who gave gave the psak to Rabbi Yeshua ben Le, sorry, Yeshua bar Zedal, that said he he was ivish ivish he became unwell. Salkun a number of rabbanim went to visit him. Was Rabbi Zir of Yoshaya, Rabbi Bun Barkana, Rabbi Chananya, Chavrehun, the rabbanim of Akrate. They came to visit. Chamun, when they arrived, they saw Rabbi Yeshua bar Zedal that Yativ was sitting there, and he was a person who had the question. So they're fantastic. Let's clarify the matter now. Amrin, Haimar Shmuata, we've got Rabiana here who gave the Psak, but Haimar Ubdu, we've got the person who the internet applied to. This is a tremendous Psak. Let's Atun Shalom, let's just clarify and see if uh, you know, what we hear is accurate. So Amrin Amarlun, he said to them, Amrin Rabiana Barishmal, Ken Amar of Yeshimon ben Lakish, Matok Embashomiguli Shumanesh. He said to exactly, he responded exactly how he responded to Rav um, Rishua ben Zidal in the previous story that look, Rabbi Shimon Lakish says, no problem with Matok. Which, as we said, is like which is Mavushal with respect to Gilui or Fayain Nesach. So Amar Lebrev Zira says, Maybe what you heard from Shimon Ben Lakish was when he was talking Svarat outlier, meaning they were just talking and learning. It was like, you know, it's a problem when you go to Yeshiva, somebody hear an Eon Shira and you continue to compassion from it. No, we're just bringing Svaras. Dalach Lamais is a different thing. So maybe it was just talking Svaras. So no, he was saying and you can rely on it. Okay. When they came down, Rabila came in Rabbunkana. You guys, I mean you Rabbanim, you find the words of the Moraim so dear to you, you're quoting a Moraim, but one second, it's Mufurash Praita. When it comes to the Yavushal of a Goy, Lama Asur, why is it Asur? Meaning, if you go to a Goy and buy Yain Mavushal from him, why is it Asur? It is because before it was Mavushal, it was still in his property. Mashma what? That if Yain Mavushal on its own wouldn't be a problem. So you can see it's Mufurash and you can see it's Mufurash in a, a brighter. So Chomet Shel Goy, Goyim, Lama Asur. Why is a chometz vinegar of a goy asur? Because in the beginning it was yain before vinegarized. So Rabbi Yossi says it's a mishnah. It says manita amar ken mishnah vadazara hayain vachometz shel goy shahayam matchilato yain. That's the ones that are asur. The yain and a chometz of and the chometz for the berkish magoy that was originally wine. Mashma what that if it was uh, if it was uh, that it's the chometz itself is fine, but it's only because in its in before it became chometz, it was the property of the goy. That's why would that, That's why that chometz would be asur. And similarly, in the case of our yain mavushal that you purchase from a goy, the reason why it's asur is not because it's yain mavushal his property, but because it was regularly yain before. Okay, Ravimi havali orchi. Ravimi had some guests, and it's Amar Lun. He said to them, Ilulei oh. He says, Were it not for the fact that my, my that my wine mavushal wine I left uncovered. Um, I would have given you a nice cup of wine. Bring it. I'll drink it. Meaning, there's no problem of giving. 
So Amar Mandabai Yamot Yezel Yamot Gabete. He says, okay, if you want if you want to kill yourself, do that in your house, not in my house. In other words, what's he saying? The Ravimi is Khoshesh La Sakana even Bimabushal. And he says to Rabeva, even though you'll make kill, um, I think it's a Khashash Sakana. If you want to take your life into your homes, don't do it on my time. You can do you can go home and, and do it do it yourself in your own house. So Amar, so Bar Yudni Igle Kunditon. So Kunditon, we said, is what? That's that wine we said previously it's considered Kharif. Okay. Which is pilpul, dvash, and yain. And he had some, and it was igli. So igli kunta diday, and it was left uncovered. Atashala rabbin with rabbin. Amrin lay, they said to him, it's asu. One second, lo amr lo ken amar av yitzchak bar nachman b'shem b'yushua, lebin levi hachad bar mamatok, em ba mishum gilui. And we said, konditun is chad. So rabbin kisri b'shem b'chia bar tita says, bahahu de shachi chadilta, latata. He says, no, it's not any konditon. It's only one that's super mar, super charif, that had a third um, charif, so a pepper inside it. That's a, a, a shlish of pilpulin. That's the one. That's how charif it has to be to be not be concerned about um, giloy, not the one you have. Ba'in kamei rebi aval, ask before rebi, yain shenit pashel, shenig lamaho. What about yain mevoshal that was left uncut? This is kind of the question we've been asking. Amalei. Karinat sricha le Rabbi Yochanan. What now? It's Karina. Karina is a type of wine. Let me just get this in Rabbi Chaim. Karina is yain matok mitoldato, a wine that is sweet, just naturally sweet, not because of umavoshal. If that was a question for Rabbi Yochanan, the atun shalunli, and he, that's what he asked me. Then, if he's already asking about that, then something that's super sweet, in other words, by fact that it was mavoshal, lokosha ken yain mavoshal should be what should be um, mutar. Okay. Um, so, however, Aal Sha'al Rabitzak, they went to Rabitzak, and Amalei Asur. He said, No, I'm sorry, Yain Mavushal that's left uncovered is Asur. Inhar, Inhar has mean Rabbi Avahu. Then Rabbi Avahu remembered as a result of that. He remembered, I remembered the Amr Rabbi Yochan, and Rabbi Yochan said that situation would be Asur. Okay, next. Rabbi Yaakov Bar Acha said, Rav Imi Bishem Rav Lazar, Im Hayan Nichnas Piyotze Mutar. So we find that when it comes to Yain, it's Galui. That just, just as we have Yotzev Nichnas with Kashrus, you have that with a snake as well. If someone's Yotzev Nichnas, a snake seems to be too scared to come out and drink the wine. So Bar Natoza Itkali Gagita. So his barrel was left uncovered. Al Shal Red Bar Mamal. They went to ask her Bar Mamal. Amarlei Im Hayan Nichnas Yotzev. Were you going in and out at the time, coming back and forth, say during the Suda? So we say. Um, so then, if that's the case, it would be Mutar. So Rav Yaakov Bar Acha, Rav Imi B'Shem Rav Lazar says, "Imaya Yashan Mutar." Even if he's sleeping next to it, be Mutar. The snake would be too scared. It sounds like. So Rav Chanina, Rav Yoshua Ben Levi, Chadamar Yashan Mutar, Rachanamas Yashan Asu. There's a machloket whether between Rav Chanina and Rav Yoshua Ben Levi whether it's Mutar Asu. But Lo Yadinan, we don't know who held what. Rav Chanina and Rav Yoshua who held was Mutar, who, who hold, held it was Asu. However, so Lo Yadinan Manda Mada, Velo Manda Mada. Mistavra de Amrachanini Yashan Mutar. It makes sense to Rab Chanina's issue. This is Mutar. Why? Because we know that what previously we saw Rebbe, that uh, that Rabbi Misa and Rabbi Lazar that it's Mutar, and we know that what the Bechol Ata Rabbi Lazar Samech Rabbi Chanina. We know Rabbi Lazar would always be Samech Chitta Rabbi Chanina. So if Rabbi Lazar says it's Mutar, it must be Rabbi Chanina that says it's Mutar. Next case, Rabbi Yossi ben Shaul Mishtaya Han Uvda. He had this incident. Chad Itata Havu Rachma Mitz. Now, this story might sound familiar. Yeah, it's a parallel story, if you like, in, in the Darin. However, it's actually different. The details are slightly different here, but the um, gist is similar. Let's continue. So let's continue. So, so there was a woman that loved doing mitzvahs. 
Chaviven hayu aleya harba mitzvot, vohebet latzot mitzvot, mitzvot tzedakah. She just loved doing mitzvot and tzedakah. And it might be a problem sometimes, because if she likes giving tzedakah, then maybe uh, she might be giving too much tzedakah, you'll see. So, however, what happened is, chad man tzalik chad misken. So a poor person came to the door. Yavik came over, she said, I'm going to give you a meal. However, min achal argish bala. She sensed, as she, the Yani was eating, um, she uh, sensed her husband was coming. Islik yavte go alita. She said, quickly go upstairs. I don't want my husband to find out that that's what I'm doing. Go upstairs, go to the attic, and keep eating there. Yavko in bala di yachol. And then her husband came home and she gave him dinner downstairs. Achal namba damale. So what happened is the husband ate, and he fell asleep. That the snake came out and started eating from the food that was in front of the husband. And Annie was upstairs, if you like, peeking through the cracks, witnessed the whole affair. When the husband got up, he wanted to eat from that which was in front of him. He started shouting out, Wait, don't eat it. You know, a snake is eaten from your food. So from this we see, the fact that the husband got up from his sleep and was willing to go and eat must mean there's no chashash. Generally, we say there's no chashash from a snake, and this was a case of Tomei Naklal. Okay? That's why the Gemara answer. Hada Yashan would be mortar. However, the Gemara rejects that, and it says, no, maybe barir hava, or the way Reb Chaim says it is bor hava. Or Burhava, sorry. That the amazing, this is like an interesting explanation. He says, maybe the Balabai was an Amaris. He didn't know the Halachas. So maybe it was asked of him to do so after falling asleep. And the fact he got up to eat it doesn't mean that he knew the Halacha. So then maybe Yashan is still a Hashash. Okay. Another understanding is that maybe Barur Havim, it was Barur to him, it wouldn't be a problem. He thought he had a Siman or something like that. Anyway, that's the Gemara folder for that. Now the Gemara asks, but one second, we have an incident now where this woman was a beyichud with another man in the house. So the question is, up, you know, upstairs, she gave him food upstairs, it will be yichud. And the question is, uh, we say, ve'in asu mishum yichud. And therefore, maybe they, should, they, they have to get, that. we'll see exactly what the issue will be, if you could get to it in a minute. So we say, no, so the pasuk is, so in other words, since, he wanted to save the husband's life. We're not concerned that any, there was any uh, foul play going on upstairs. Why? Because someone is choshed, someone who's chashud, Allah arayot, is also nechshad alhamita as well. So in other words, if, he was, uh, if, if, something was, if there was something going on, then it seemed to be he would have been quite happy the husband would have taken a fall. The fact he tried to save his life, there's no chashash mishum yichud here. Now, it's important to understand the uh, Rosh Tzirilu, he cites the run in the Dharam because it has, again, a very similar parallel sugya. The Gemara says, well, well you know, what's a havim? The havim is maybe yayim, what's a yayim gnubim yamtiku, that, you know, the stolen water is sweet. Maybe you want to keep him alive so he can do the avera. But anyway, but the run there on that sugya says, it's not, it's not that if we didn't have this reason, she would, they would, she would have to get divorced. Not at all. Why? Sorry, delayed. Because the woman's only asked to her husband with what? We learn from the only reason, the only way that she'd be, she'd be asked to her husband have to get divorced if he warned her against being seclusion with another man and then was witnessed in seclusion with another man. 
So then what's the sugya talking about? What, what's, the, what's the concern? This is whether we say, you know, whether this Abal Nefesh, the husband himself might think, one second, my wife's, you know, in seclusion with other gentlemen here. Maybe there's something wrong. Maybe I should divorce her. But not Mikarini he doesn't have to. That's what we're the Nafgamina. So we say to the husband, if the husband says, one second, what's my wife doing with a man? We say to him, you've got nothing to worry about because if there's any foul play going on, he would have let you die. The fact that he saved your life must mean that, um, must mean you've got nothing to worry about. Okay, let's continue. There was a butcher in Tzipori. He used to feed, um, he used to basically, he was a local butcher and he gave non-kosher meat around. So either unshechted or he forgot um, simene trefa, even if he gave a proper shrita, so it's not kosher. Sorry, he is Erev Yom Kippur in his different girisa. There's one time where he drank wine that was galui on Erev Yom Kippur, but uh, actually, it's actually not necessarily um, galui. Galui is the next sugya. Sorry, let's just correct that. Shata Yain, he drank wine and got drunk on Erev Yom Kippur, but Allah Lagagin went onto the roof and the nafal, the met, and he fell off and died. And the dogs started with, were lapping up at his blood. Should we remove the dogs from this mat? Uh, so, because they couldn't do anything. It was effectively Yom Kippur. Other than that. There's a mitzvah in the Torah that if you've got non-kosher meat, what are you meant to do? Throw it to the dog. He was stealing from the dogs. I mean, you think the bigger problem is that he was what giving him non kosher meat, but he's saying, look, look what happened, Shamayim. He was stealing from the dogs and giving Israel. So take out the words Amarlon, Irfunun, leave the dogs to do what they're doing. Dimididhun in Achlin. They're taking what's rightfully theirs. Let's put it that way. Okay. Megalgel. Now we've seen this before when there's this different explanation where Megalgel is. Reb Chaim says Mezalzel, and you've got the same Shinogirsa of the Gra, of the Gra, which is Melagalek. The gist of it's basically the same. He used to mock the, the this Halacha Begiluyain. Pamechat, Lakabadaleket. There was one time where he, because he drank something that was poisoned, he ended up having a, a high fever. He was sitting there. And Dorosh, and you keep him, but Sluchesh shall mind be doing. He had to have a, a glass of water by him to keep him, uh, keep him alive, I guess, for his health. Chad Barnash, Igle Garav de Chamra, he a small barrel of wine was Galui. Azal Barvuta de Tuma, Raba, the Mishpechino, and therefore what he do was Erefim Kippur, and he went to pour it out. Chamt Chad, one person saw him, Amarlai, Hevili Nishtaya, give it to me, I'll take it. Amarlai, one second, love Miglilu, but one second, this is Gilui, I've got to pour it away. It's a kind of Amarlai. Don't worry, give it to me. And Maradatsuma, meaning the uh, the Kadosh Baruch Hu, he'll look after me. Don't you worry about it. Unfortunately, that's not exactly what happened. Lo Ispik Mishta, didn't get a chance to, to even finish drinking it. Adi it chalchel. It chalchel, the Rasul explains, Sha'avar ha'eres for the poison went through his entire body, and he swelled up and effectively died. Oh, not effectively, the met. He died. Okay. Rabbi Yirmiya said, B'Shem Rabbi Chia, Barba, Kola Arasim, all the poisons. We say Ma'alim Chatatim, they can create, they uh, bring up uh, boils, they can create boils on the skin. However, Eres Nachash, when it comes to snake poison, that's Memit. That that's, can be fatal. Now, here we have to insert a few words. Rabbi Chaim says, Rabbi Yirmiya B'Shem Rabbi Chia, Barba, Einishin Lalagalui. He says, if you've got a suffix about Gilui, you don't even have to question, we are Machner. 
However, we follows it straight away. Rabbi Yirmiya Shal or Rabbi Zira, Rabbi Yirmiya Marash Muta asking a question about Gilui. So he says, Marash Muta Shalei, you're the Marash Muta, you're the shitter that says if you've got a suffix about Gilui, you don't ask questions. What are you asking questions? Now I have a case with Rabbi Zira. Mitnam Nem Hayar Rabbi Zira, he was dozing off. Yativ, have a Yativ Ichul v'havi Damech. So he was um, he was uh, he was eating and then he fell asleep. Yahiv Yade as he was fell asleep. Yade al Tumanta. Now Tumanta is from the like Tamne eight. So it's like a midah, a measure, a cup that's an eighth of a cup. That's the clear he had. Um, and he put his hand on it. So when he's sleeping, he was basically be shomer on it as he slept. The Amalum, when he woke up, Amalum he said to him, Idlukun Botsina, light me a light. So I can see what's going on, because he noticed a light. Idlukun they lit a light. The Ashkachun and they found what Shafufina, a small snake, shall domelasara like was like a hair, karichale that was uh, around that clay that he had his hand on. Amale Rashia, lohavin azirbach. So I think read Rashia lohavin azirbach. Rechaim says v'chiloi iti nishar. I wasn't careful. Minagiluish natati adi ala kli that I put my hand. Uh, the, by hand on the clee, in other words, you see how important it was. He's saying that I uh, put my hand on the clee. Now, I want to show you here something in the Pnei Moshe. So, therefore, why are we bring this story? He says, So, you see that Rabbi Zira is clearly the fact that he fell asleep with his hand on it, even though he got shit, when it says it can't sleep, whether, you, whether there is issue from Gilui. In fact, it's mach, that, uh, clearly we'd see from here that it'd also be machmir like Rabbi Yirmiya regarding any questions when it comes to Gilui. Let's just read a little bit more to get over the duff. So, Amr Rav Imi, you have to be chashishin uh, isur. Well, there's a general practice, we've been talking about sakana, but there's certain customs or, or practices people do that they're concerned and they say it's also to do, also out of concern, if you'll say, for uh, health. So, one is the law meitan baranash. Pritin gopuma. Though if when it comes to coins, since coins are handled by other people, you shouldn't put a coin in your mouth. You shouldn't suck on a coin, which is interesting. I mean, now it makes uh, look at the terminology with with the germ theory. This makes a lot of sense because uh, this is something that's mishamesh yadaim everyone's holding. Um, and what's interesting here, um, I'll just read you some of the farshim. Uh, says rock yavesh. Maybe there's some spittle on it. Mimochei from someone who's got boils or zeat haadam. Or, or some sweater, or some mavet that can be uh, fatal. Chutz panim, which is aside from the zeya from the face. In other words, you can understand. In any event, it's handled by lots of people. It's a dangerous. Next thing we have to be careful: the tafshil tutu arasa. You shouldn't put a cooked food underneath an arasa. That's like a, a, a cot. Again, neruach ra. Reb Chaim says, and pita tachut shichya, and putting bread under one's armpit because the zeya once again. Um, uh, shichya says. Um, also, eat if you eat with a knife, you, you stick a knife into food and then eat it. So, mitzasakinagopugla So, pugla here um, is a, uh, I think, a radish, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, it is. But it says, sakin latoch sonon otoch etrog, eat it like that. Shemi kanespo chud asakin, just in case you're going to get up, you know, stabbing yourself. Okay. That is the shear. Calls everyone and have a good day.